Welcome to The Journey of a Misfit with Randy Abbott and Valerie Hayes. Hey, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. How are you, sister? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Great. Happy day. I'm feeling committed (laughs) over here. Have you ever looked at anybody through a pop filter? It's actually really kind of crazy. It's kind of like a big tennis racket. It is kind of a tennis racket. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. Really well? This is like, what, take four? Yes. Okay, we're going to get this today. We are going to get it today. So we are discussing commitment or committed today. I felt like running away, but since I'm committed, I'm not going to. I'm going to stay. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate that. So you want to open with a song or a comment? What are you thinking? Well... You know how I am. I usually take a word and I'm, I, I always have a different angle to it because I just, I don't know. That's just the way I am. So, uh, so actually, what I was kind of thinking about was, I always think about what does that mean in our, in our relationship with God? You know, and so a lot of times when we're, when we're coming up with concepts, I'm always thinking in terms of my relationship with God, His relationship with me, not necessarily with other people. Um, so in this particular time, I was just thinking about my relationship with God and, 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 and how, you know, when, when, when we give our lives to Jesus, we're supposed to give our entire life to him. And so often we just don't. So often we say a prayer, we accept him, and then that's kind of where the journey ends. We stay the way we were, and we're not really a changed person. And I just believe with all my heart that God's desire is to completely give us a new life. Um, the old passes away. And so I am just coming into that and, and trying to understand what that looks like. And it's really, really hard because there's a lot of pieces of myself that I don't want to let go of uh, because they keep me safe. They keep me in control. They keep me in charge. And um, But he wants all of it. And so, so again, I think if I'm really committed to him, and he's, I know he's committed to me because he's never given up on me. But if I'm really committed to, if I say to him, yes, I want him fully in my life, I want him to be every part of my life, then I've got to be committed to what that means um, and what, what work has to be done. And, and it really is me making a conscious decision every day to die to self. I would say more than every day. It's moment by moment. Dying to self, it's really, really hard to do. Remember that St. Katrina taught us the egg was involved but the chicken was committed yes is that what it was and the pig like yeah they were talking about a breakfast dinner yes how's it go the, it so really it was the breakfast was you know egg and ham uh-huh. and the chicken was involved but the pig was committed oh that's, that's what even it was better. are you calling me a pig no but that saying is a lot better the way you said it <laughs> it makes total sense now so, <laughs> yeah, it didn't really make sense when you said it, but that's okay. I was, well, I was tracking. thinking fried chicken is what I was thinking. Well, fried chicken, they would definitely be committed. Okay. But again, it is kind of that whole all in or not. Right. And, 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 and I think we've said this before on this program that like, it, it is a choice. You know, you can choose to accept Jesus as your Savior and be baptized and go to church and, and, and read your Bible and do all of, all of those things. Um, or you can 
make the decision that your life is not your own anymore and really truly make Jesus the master of your life, not just an aspect of your life, but actually the master of your life, like a bond slave. So much that's a process. It's such a process. I don't know that we're ever going to get there either, but um, we should never give up. And just when we think we get there, again, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, there's just so much more. Right. So, But it's a great journey. It's fun. It's so much fun. It's not easy. No, it's not. It's not always fun. No. But overall, it's a lot of joy. So what are you going to play for us first? Well, the first song that I thought I would choose, and I don't know the scripture right off the top of my head, but where it talks about you know being vessels and jars of clay, and mm-hmm. this is a song called Broken Vessels. And I, I, I like this song because it just, again, it speaks to like God, God doesn't w- wait for us to get it all together before he calls us. He, okay. You know, he knows that we're dead. He knows that we're in the grave. He calls us out. Um, he knows that we're broken, but he still uses us. Um, and he and he actually takes our brokenness and uses it for his glory. Um, so that's what this song's about. Let's hear it. Save the rich life. 
Well, I tell you one thing, Val, you're really starting to get the hang of that stuff. Really getting it. You think? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. Yeah. So we were talking about, you know, you want everybody to not only be saved, but really experience God. Mm-hmm. Really experience Him. But let me read what I read this morning. I thought it was really good. This is out of the book of Hebrews in chapter 4 and verse 1, and I believe in maybe 2. Let's see. So God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. To me, I mean resting in Christ and just resting in his accomplished work. I really feel terrible for people when they don't actually experience it. Yeah. I mean, they're saved maybe, but there's been no life change. A friend of mine says, if you are what you were, then you ain't. There's been no commitment. Right. There's been no life change. I mean, you're the same person that you were. You really have to wonder if anything happened in the first place. Right. I mean, because Christ didn't really want half committed followers. Yeah. He demands everything. But and, it's worth it. Yeah. And I know that, you know, in, in past episodes, we talked about, you know, the Father's delight and and how, you know, I really do believe that when, when we, as his children, understand what our inheritance is, and we get an inheritance here as well, not just after we leave this earth, we, we get the upgrades like I talked about before. We mm-hmm. We can, we can, you know, we can eat the little snack packs or we can go to the smorgasbord, you know, we can have it all. And, and always, 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 it's a spiritual thing. It's not, it's not necessarily going to be materialist, material things. It's not necessarily going to be financial things. It's not necessarily going to be in, um, in relationships with other people. It's a, it's a spirit thing. It's a, it's a soul thing. It's, it's walking in the, the fruit of the spirit, you know, and no matter what your circumstances are. And, you know, the other thing that I've been just kind of wrestling with in Scripture is out of Romans 6, where um, Paul is talking about dying to sin and being alive in Christ. And it's a really weird concept to think about, you know, being crucified with Christ. And what does that mean? Because, you know, we're alive and we can't die. But I mean, I do believe that it's that Christ killed all those parts in us. Like he, he cruci- you know, he nailed them to the cross so that we wouldn't have to carry them anymore. That doesn't mean that we're going to walk through life and not be tempted, that we're not going to walk through life and, and sometimes stumble, or that we're not going to walk through life and be hurt. We are. But because he took all of that on the cross, we can choose to, instead of being upset about what we did, we can look to what we should have instead, you know? Um, again, like just walking in the fullness of who we're supposed to be in him. And I think that's where the delight comes. That's where he is like, yes, it was worth it. But the rest of the time, sometimes it's like, I mean, I know God doesn't say, why did I do this? They don't get it. I know he doesn't. But would you? I mean, really, if you gave the greatest gift ever, ever, the greatest gift ever, and and people just didn't take it, you know? But when someone takes it, 
And they're like, yes, thank you. I don't have to live this way. I don't have to think this way. I don't have to move this way. Thank you. I really believe the father's like, oh, all that suffering that Jesus went through, it's worth it because you get it. But I think it's really sad for him when we continue to put the grave clothes back on. You know, he called us out. He called us out of death. He called us into new life. And we continue to go back and pick up those stinky old nasty clothes, put them back on and walk in them. And we have new clothes. You know, we have we have Christ as our covering now, and it's beautiful. Can I read something out of Matthew 23 real quick? I'd love for you to do that. To your point. Um this is Jesus, and, and he's overlooking Jerusalem, and he says this, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I long to gather your children together mm. as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Yeah. He kind of goes, so you know, God has feelings. He's an emotional, um, so Jesus' feelings were hurt for the very thing that we talked about just a minute ago. Yeah. Of course he wants that for us, Yeah. you know, but. And he sees, you know, I think he sees what is possible. And we don't because our eyes are limited and our minds are limited. But God sees it all. Um, And and again, his greatest desire is for us to just fully embrace it and, and why we keep going back. You know, but we do, I do it, and we were talking about that beforehand. I'm preaching to myself. I'm not preaching, but I'm preaching to myself, you know, all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, I did it again. The key is to walk in the Spirit, because flesh is enmity to the Spirit. They're never going to reconcile. I mean, and Scripture says that, that they're constantly a battle with each other. One's Mm going to win over the other. All the, I mean, it's constant. Right. Um, and it's just which side has the more points. And I mean, I'm going for, you know, I'm going for spirit. Like that's. I walk in the spirit, right? Yeah, I'm, 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 I want more points for that team. Right. Um, but, but it does, it doesn't, it comes at a cost. But boy, once you, once you get it, you're like, oh, this is what it's like. I want this more. And so just, I always say be encouraged because it really, it, it doesn't have to all fall on us because we have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one who um, teaches us all things. He, he teaches us more than we could ever possibly know on our own. So don't trust your own ways and your own minds. And that's another thing I was thinking about, too, is um, one of the things that we have to do when we come into this new place of being a follower of Jesus is we have to reconcile to the fact that we might actually not be right. And we, the way that we've thought about things our whole life, and again, these thoughts could be based on real things that have happened to you that have hurt you and we were kind of talking about this last night and you've put up walls and you have um, kept people out and you've done that to keep yourself safe and protected Um, and you might have to come to the place where you say you know what that's not right anymore you know and that and trust christ that his way is better Mm -hmm. his way is better and so Mm -hmm. that was a big thing for me is like um wanting to be right instead of righteous like i want to be righteous i don't i don't need to be right right so it's good yeah what do you got for us so this next song it's um it's called empty my soul and it's kind of a weird title but again if we think about what we are who we are we are we are body we are mind and we are soul and scripture says you're to love the lord your god with all your heart with all your mind and with all your spirit or soul and and so this song just kind of speaks of um, we have to empty ourselves so that God can fill us up. You know, mm-hmm. we don't bring any of those old clothes into the new place of our life. We have to leave it all. Um, 
And, and that doesn't mean that we're not who we are or that somehow we have to be a different person than God created us to be. He, we are who we are, but our ways of thinking and our ways of walking in the world, we have to leave it all behind and allow him to fill us up. So this song is called um, Empty My Soul. Let's hear it.
that's a really cool song, by the way. Who who does that song? That one is um, Jonathan and Melissa Helser, the same one that did uh, No Longer Slaves. Okay, that's yeah, really cool. They're amazing. But I was thinking about you know love love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. You know, there's only one person that did that, just like that. That's why I think it's so amazing. Jesus did with all of his mind, all of his heart, and all of his soul. If you're honest, you know, that's what we're aiming for. I want to. But yeah. that would imply that we're perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's great that Jesus accomplished that for us. Yeah, amen. You know? So we love the Lord. We commit to Jesus, and then that gets credited to us. To me, it's amazing. Through Christ, we've loved the Lord with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's really amen. cool. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. But I'm going to read the scripture. This is out of John, I believe. And I think you kind of mentioned this a minute ago about um, the raising of Lazarus. Mm. And I think it's great because there's so much here. You know, obviously, um, Jesus seemed like he was going to be late or was late. But Jesus seems like he's always late and he's right on time every time. Um, Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb, a cave with the stone rolled across its entrance, roll the stone aside, Jesus told them. Obviously, he was more anger, I think, at their um, lack of belief, but whatever. But Martha, the dead man's sister, protested, Lord, he must, he's must he been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Jesus responded, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? So they rolled a stone aside. Then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so that they would believe that you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a headcloth. Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. And I think that's cool because we like to your point earlier about people only being saved. Now I don't know how you can, I don't know how that works, whatever. But I, th- I see way too many people that have been saved still wearing the stankio mm-hmm. grave clothes. You're still mm-hmm. doing some of the crazy old things they used to do. And I know it's a process. So, what what would you say are an examples of helping your brother or sister take off their grave clothes? Well, I think first of all, if we we got to continue to point them back to Jesus. We got to continue to point them back to what he already did on the grave, you know, or on the grave, on the on the cross. We need to just keep pointing back to because again, sometimes we carry things that we were never meant to carry. Mm-hmm. Um I think shame is a huge one. Okay. Um I think that a lot of us move and and live out of shame and he took that on the cross. Mm-hmm. And so and he's forgiven us and sometimes we have a hard time forgiving ourselves and forgiving others so i think forgiveness is a huge thing that we need to continue to 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 put in front of people you know um if we see that they have unforgiveness in their hearts um to help them to 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 reconcile that and 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 come you know full circle with that um gosh and again just going back to old ways old coping strategies you know when when there's new ones Um, I think another thing that, that I struggle with sometimes is the grave clothes is, um, you know, when, when I go to five or six other people before I go to God, you know, and, and, and really anytime that I go straight to God about anything, it always makes going to other people easier. And, you know, like 
right. don't need to go to five or six people and talk to them about what issues we're going through, if we, especially if we haven't stopped at the throne first. You know, because God changes our perspective. So when we get before the Lord, He can take what we're going through and completely give us His perspective on it. And and sometimes there's like no need to even go deal with it because your heart's changed. So you're mm-hmm. just like, I ain't gonna deal with that because it was me. That's good. You know, I, I deal with that. I struggle with that still. Go again, going back to my way of thinking and my way of doing things. We were just talking about of ways to remove one's grave clothes mm. once they say yes to Jesus. So yeah. I think I think your point about shame, it's a lot of that, and I really like that. And uh, unforgiveness, bitter root. I mean, that study that we did really opened my oh, mind. Oh, I love that book. And, I, I, you know, the part that you talked about earlier about um, we put up these walls to protect ourselves. But I think, uh, as they referred to in the beginning of the book, that walls to protect yourself ultimately become a prison to keep you inside. It, it does. You know, and it's how, how, how much do we see that? We see it all the time. Well, and honestly, it, it keeps Jesus out, too, because, you mm-hmm. know, Jesus wants to be a part of every part of you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And but he's but in that he's a gentleman, too. So if there are parts of your soul, parts of your wounds and your hurts that you're keeping from him that you won't let him go there that you won't let him get in there and heal um he's not going to force you i mean he doesn't force you to accept his love right um that you know he just doesn't that's that's our free will um but again we were never you know scripture says guard your heart because this is the wellspring of life but we were never supposed to guard our hearts against our savior yeah never were that's good he's the one he's the only one that we can fully fully let in you know um and 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 he comes in with such grace and such mercy and perfect love which none of us have ever experienced except for with him you know so let him into your heart let him do the work that you cannot do on your own um let him be the king on the throne of your heart are you doing that song? I am. No, I'm not. But this song, the next song I'm going to do speaks to that as well. I was like, oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. All right. In my happy temple. Let that temple have a throne Let the one who sits upon it Be you and you alone I surrender my ambition I lay down all my pride That I would be your servant Thank you. 
That's another good one, Val. Well, how do you choose your songs? I mean, I know it's pertaining to the word, but I mean, do you have a gigantic library at home? <laughs> well, how's it work? I do. And you know, I sometimes I'll, I, I just hear a song for the first time and I'm broken. I mean, I'm just like, it, it just, I got to stop. I'm, I just feel the spirit in it and it just speaks to me. And then there are other songs that don't, you know? And so typically I will like this song, the first time I heard it, I was like, wow, that is just the desire of my heart so much. And, and that's, that's kind of how I pick my favorites. And I think all of us have, have our favorites, you know, and, and God speaks to us. And, and again, it can be a different time period. And I hear a song and I'm like, wow, that is just for me at this time. Um, because a lot, like we said before, a lot of times songs are just scripture. Well, I'm going to ask you a personal favor for sure. next show. Yeah. How do you feel about playing something called The Casual Christian from DeGarmo and Key? Have you ever heard that song? I have not. Oh, okay. We'll have to check it out and see what we think. I mean, who knows? We'll check it out. 
Can I have a friend of mine going, please, please ask Val to play the song? Yeah. Why don't you and I check it out together? Yeah, let's check it out. And we'll out. see what happens. Hey, maybe we could do the song together. Yeah, okay. Come on. You never know. Yeah. I, you never know. You maybe never when know. Jack talks sometime. Oh, there's a lot of pressure then, Jack. Come on. Can happen. All right, let's just remind everybody again, if they've got prayer requests or any anything that they need, they can email us, Valerie at mercieshope.net, Randy at misfitsforjesus.com. Um, guys, we love you. We are definitely praying for you and your walk with Jesus. Um, he's crazy about you. See you next week. All right. See you next week.